Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Abby Official, my first episode of my new fitness chapter. For those of you that want to follow me, you can reach me on Instagram at abbyofficial.fit. I do have my main page, which is Carnivore Keto Queen, um, but I'm starting this new chapter as I recently became certified as a personal trainer with ISSA. I do have a couple of basics that I wanted to go over for this podcast, and it has to do with the foundations of fitness and nutrition. And to make it as exciting as I can for you guys to keep on tuning in, I would like to have some exciting topics on nutrition, what worked well with me, how I started, um, my goals, and have some exciting guests to join me, like today's guest that I'm going to be having, my partner in crime, my writer, Dai Keith. He can share his info details where you can follow him later, but... Let's get started. To give you a brief overview of how this podcast came to be and how I came to be where I am today, it started in 2019. I was probably at the lowest of my lows and was nearing close to 300 pounds. For those of you who already have followed me and know my story, feel free to fast forward through this part. For the new listeners, welcome. I was in a low point um, at that time and I was nearing 300 pounds. I went through several drastic lifestyle changes and what triggered my fitness uh, event or my fitness saga was uh, the death of my dog actually he was my fur baby his name was DJ and I started running I used to be a marathon runner pre-kids And so I decided to hop back onto the treadmill, did that for about a month and a half to start marathon training to get my head cleared from, you know, the loss of my fur baby. And from there, I decided enough's enough. I wanted to really lose this weight. I was investing all this time running And I wasn't shedding any pounds. For me, time is essential. At that time, I had two young children. I was in an unhealthy and unhappy state in my life, both relationship-wise and everything. So I decided to do my research And my research 
uh, brought me to learning how to be keto. So from keto, I did all of the research through Google. Um, I actually did also see my physician as I recommend everyone does before they start um, a drastic change in their lifestyle is always go and get your research done and make sure you're medically clear to be able to um, take on a new change in your life like this when it comes to diet is concerned and nutrition. And from there, I ended up losing 30 pounds really quickly, 30 to 50 pounds in the first three to five months. And it was amazing. And I was, I felt like a brand new person. Um, and then I did plateau, like how some of our keto friends out there in the keto, in the keto community do. You plateau. I wasn't running anymore. If I was running, my kilometers was probably about five to 10 kilometers a week. And at the time when I first started back on the running, I was close to about almost 30, 40 kilometers a week. So it dropped quite a bit. And I focused solely on the nutrition part of my lifestyle change. And then from there, I decided to do a little bit more research and stumbled upon the carnivore diet. Fast forward to today, um, I've been able to maintain my weight loss. I've lost over 150 pounds, close to 160 actually. And I'm a brand new person, both physically and mentally a brand new person. I still have the scars of my old life. I'm in a new fantastic relationship, a person who supports me 100%. And I think that's also very important in any type of relationship, just to have that support. And also to keep myself accountable, I decided a year ago, do my certification in personal training. And I actually did that through ISSA. There's various uh, established, recognized, well-known industry leaders that you can go through, but I chose to do it through ISSA. And just recently finally completed that. And so as a keto specialist, a health coach, being on top of uh, having that personal training certification, it helps to keep me accountable. And that was the main purpose of doing it. It's kind of like the gravy or the icing on the cake, <laughs> if you would call it that. <laughs> um and yeah, I did have the support of my partner in crime that I really 
do appreciate having to go through that with someone who really understands what it's like to be in this type of lifestyle and, you know, understand the nutritional portion of it and you know there's learning curves for me still and for everyone and it's always good to keep on learning but yeah so new chapter in my life uh, now a certified trainer uh, and what I've decided to do is segment off from my um, existing social media and use this new platform page to kind of uh, express myself further when it comes to nutrition and fitness. Because I think it's important just to have a focus stream dedicated to what you're most passionate for. So, on that note... Hi, my name is Keith. And this is my uh, journey with weight loss. I'm sitting here beside my beautiful partner... Abby. So with me, um, I was always a pretty skinny kid. I never really had any issues uh, weight or, you know, being obese. And as a kid, I played lots of sports all the time. You couldn't sit me in front of a TV and watch a full game of baseball or whatever, but put me outside, you know, five, six hours a day playing street hockey, uh, wrestling, breakdancing, BMXing, going on hikes, whatever. I was doing that all the time. So I was very, very skinny. I, I wasn't the best eater. I was very, very picky. I did not want to eat, you know, vegetables and, and whatnot. I was always like, I want a bag of chips. I want to eat a big bowl of cereal and watch cartoons. However, um, I burnt it all off. I was, like I said, very, very athletic. And I was like that for years, like all through high school. Um, and then in my mid-20s, I got a job working in an office, which I ended up working for for 23 years. The problem with that is sitting, 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 sitting all day, uh, deadlines, you know, I can't go and uh, go down, like I, I was eating poorly all the time, like people were bringing in donuts and pizza. So I tend to just gravitate towards that, and eat the, you know, eat the food that they were bringing into the office. And like I said, if I had deadlines, I would run downstairs, grab a crappy hamburger and whatnot and go back to my and sit, sit, sit. And then I'd go home and sometimes I'd be up late you know, I'd be playing video games and whatnot, eating bags of chips and whatever, you know, frozen desserts were in the fridge. And so over time, I put on the weight. So I still had like skinny arms and skinny legs, but my stomach got really big and people would make jokes asking me like when the babies do and whatever. And I'm a good sport. I'd like, you know, joke around with them. But in all seriousness, it was a it's not healthy. Plus eating, uh, like like I was saying, eating, I would go to buffets and, you know, my buffet would cost $25. I wanted to make sure I got $25 worth. So there would be like four or five plates filled with food, not all bad food, but I mean, you know, they would have lots of carbs and whatnot. And then I would have two or three plates of desserts. Uh, so that was really taking a toll on my body. And because of that, I became type two diabetic and I was, I think at my highest about 250 pounds. I'm six foot three and some people say that's not bad. But if you see, if you've seen my gut in the past, like just, I look like a pregnant woman. And, uh, so eventually I got sick and tired of being this size and all the other problems that went along with it. 
So I was trying all, t- all different types of diets, like uh, working out all the time didn't really work for me. And my problem was some people working out, it may work, but for me, I wasn't eating properly. So I would go to the gym, good sweat, whatever, then go home and then I'd like, oh, someone left me a piece of cheesecake and there's some fries on microwave and this and that and whatever. I was, you know, and then the other thing I was drinking... I was doing the juice diet, which I don't hate the juice diet, but I was mixing all types of like fruits with lots of sugar. So that wasn't helping me. So eventually a guy I worked with, Jason, uh, started telling me about the carnivore diet and the keto diet. And we were both not happy about our like weight. Once I started doing the keto, um, my weight dropped. I went from 250 to about two, uh, about 220. I was really happy and then I lost like another 10 pounds and I realized they when I was reading about it that like that was the water retention um, and then I started incorporating like doing a lot of um, walking and uh, you know I lived in a condo so I'd go up and down the condo stairs till I couldn't handle it anymore and then you know I'd go into work and people who I haven't seen in a while they would stop me and oh my god how much weight have you lost you know like 45 pounds, 50 pounds, roughly. People were like coming up to me and wanting to jump on this keto bandwagon. They were highly misinformed. One lady th- thought that you could just go down to the health food store and ask for ask for keto, and then you'd buy it in a you know a, a pill form. You'd take it like, oh, I'm now keto and I'm losing weight. It's not like that. Uh, I did have some hate, like people not hate, but people were telling me I was misinformed. Like I remember my stupid boss telling me. You need to eat uh, bread and rice. It's important. You have to have that all the time. And and another girl said that I'm going to probably die and whatnot. So anyways, being diabetic, losing that much weight, checking my, um, my blood, keeping it almost like perfect, then going to the diabetic clinic and then them saying like, how are you doing this? Like your readings are usually people that come into the clinics. It gets worse and worse. She's like, you're getting better. So she asked me how I was doing it, and I said, it's doing, I'm doing the keto. And she said, well, as a doctor, I can't tell you to do that, but whatever you're doing, keep doing it. So it was definitely working for me. So anyways, jump ahead, uh, some life changes, uh, relationship, uh, long-term relationship ended, wasn't happy with my job. So um, I had some uh, family things going on. So when I met uh, Abby... Uh, you know, it was a life changer and, uh, we both had a similar journey and our ups and downs and, uh, we had a lot of relatable experiences. Uh, so now, um, I've seen her success with the carnivore diet and that's what I've been jumping on and I've never felt better. And, um, I don't have all these crazy cravings anymore and my, uh, weight has I've been able to lower my weight, maintain a a good weight. I'm going to continue to do this uh, for about three months and see where it goes. And my goal is to be about 190 pounds. So yeah, that's it for me. Well, that sounds like an awesome story. (laughs) Even though I've heard it a billion times and witness it every day. But it is amazing. And you touched on your goals, which is also what I wanted to mention is I 
found that, well, we always knew that we wanted to do something, something for people to share in terms of awareness, our journey. And we just didn't know how we wanted to do it. And the timing was just not right. And this just kind of seems like a perfect, not a perfect, but of the right time to I, do it. I agree. And also, you know, two children, you see uh, children today and they're, they're not active. They're not doing anything. They're not eating properly. Um, and here we are and we are informing the kids, you know, maybe skip on the sugar. Oh, why don't you try this? This is uh, monk fruit or, you know, try not to eat all this bread. And we're trying to let them know, like, these are the proper things to eat and don't get into these routines because this is what can happen and we're examples. So I understand kids don't like to hear these things, but we're definitely planting those seeds so down the road they can look back and, you know, wow, yeah, they were right, right? Yeah, and maybe just to backtrack First and foremost, I am a mother, a mother of two children. I have an eight-year-old and a 10-year-old. And the part of me that wanted to finish my certification and this big accomplishment, like I said, not only just to keep me accountable, part of the accountability portion, yes, was important for me, but also to be able to instill the knowledge that I have to my children. Um, nutrition, like how Keith said, is very important. And some kids are physically active, whether they're going to their team sports or league sports or whatever. And with the pandemic that happened, a lot of things changed for some children. And... You know, truth be told, a lot of the activities that my kids were participating in, like gymnastics and taekwondo, they don't have the ability to do that as much anymore if they wanted to. And so this was a way for me to set that foundation and say, listen, these are the choices that you can make and give them the tools give them and share my knowledge so that they can make better lifestyle choices at a young age to be able to maintain that and have that as a building block for them growing older. Like as a chubby, I'm not even going to lie, as a fat girl growing up, that was always one of my major insecurities. And it's just hard. Children can be mean. And, you know, it's so important to teach children. You know, it's great to be physically active, but it's more important to know what you're eating and what it does to your body. So, yeah. Keith did bring up a good point in, you know, um, the generation, the younger generation especially, uh, they are lacking in some, a lot of them or some of them 
may be lacking in the tools that they need to be able to make certain, you know, nutritional lifestyle choices. Unfortunately, do you want to go with, you know, XYZ and get a hamburger or, you know, is it better to just make your meals at home and you know what's in your food and make those healthy choices? But yeah, getting back to the purpose of this, we always wanted to be able to share in our experiences in some way to be able to put it out there for you guys to be able to use as your motivation to be able to help you guys in making your choices and learn from our mistakes because I can definitely say, I can't speak for Keith, but I can definitely say that there have been ups and downs along the way. It's been a long road for me to get to where I wanted to and I still have those goals. Um, There are still things personally that I want to do for myself to better myself. And just to share some of those with you, I want to still be able to maintain um, my fitness level, maybe still shed some pounds. I'm not going to lie. I can shed probably a good 10, if not 15 pounds for myself, but I am happy with where I am in my life right now. But those are some of the goals that I have. I want to work. I didn't start my fitness fitness at the gym journey until well into my carnivore diet. And I decided when I went to the gym that I was not going to do running for cardio anymore. And I actually picked up the passion for powerlifting. I loved the adrenaline, the rush from lifting weights. And I love deadlifts. I love squats. So, you know, being able to do that powerlifting portion and still continue that in my life, um, work on strengthening, you know, strength and conditioning, and still keep a happy medium by even doing a little bit of meditation because Keith, he likes to do his like downtime and woosa it out every now and then, right? Yes, that is correct. I had a, uh, you know, years of stress and stressful people and toxic people in the workplace. And uh, once I came here... Um, Just in your life in general. Yeah, toxic. yeah. So I I looked into a lot of like meditation and, um, you know, you don't have to sit there, legs crossed. Um, you can go, oh, I'm staring at, uh, you know, the sun. And you can just sit in a chair and just um, relax your body and do it for 15 minutes. But it definitely did help quite a bit. Uh, meditation was very, very helpful. It also helps bring down your blood pressure. But you know what? Some things still get on my nerves and I still see things that bug me. So I tend to, you know, 
turn off the news. I don't I don't read the newspaper or anything like that. But I still think see things on social media and uh, I'm learning to like look away from that and it's it's works wonders for your mind, body and soul. And when you start incorporating that with uh, healthier eating and being with people that uh, that you absolutely love, life changes in in you know a better direction, a positivity, and as people say, trust in the universe and all that uh, hippy dippy stuff. But it works. Trust me, it definitely works. Um, I find I'm a better person. I'm like not like I look back like five years ago and I'm like, I am not that person anymore. I am like completely a different individual. And, um, I have Abby to thank for a lot of that. She's been, uh, amazing and has treated me like gold. And now that we're doing this weight loss journey thing together, uh, I seen what she was doing and I'm like, what do I want to do? Like she's doing this and I'm like, I can jump on board with this and I can lose weight and I can feel better and we can help people. And uh, if you don't want to jump on board, you just want to sit back and watch and clap, that's fine too. But I encourage you to do some minor changes in your life because they will lead to big changes. Eating is one of them. You know what? I'm I'm really bad. You put a bowl. I haven't had chips maybe about two weeks. But if you put a bowl of chips in front of me, I take one trip, one chip. It's like crack. Like I want more now. I'm just like I'll eat the whole bowl. I can eat a whole bag of chips without a like no issues. So. We're making conscious decisions in the house. Like we're not bringing ketchup in the house. We're not bringing chips in the house. So, and we're letting the kids know why we're not doing this. So I just wanted to add that, you know what? You're going to have your bad days because we're human. Nobody's perfect. And you shouldn't expect yourself to be perfect. Number one. One of the biggest things that I wanted to share was one of the big major problems that I had throughout my whole experience um, doing this weight loss until just recently has been my lack of sleep. And that was a major problem for a solid two years, almost two and a half years of my life. That has changed significantly where I used to sleep one, maybe two hours a day. And I would, I've tried actively everything that you could think of. I'm not going to list them because it's a long list of things that I've done over the period of my lifetime to be able to try to rectify the situation. But, um, you know, it's always a work in progress. There are periods of my time still, uh, like now when I have a lot of stuff going on where I find that I'm not getting the uh, five, six hours of sleep uh, minimum that I need. I don't know. Keith seems to like sleep a lot more than me. I have had massive sleeping issues in the past, um, but I, I do, like I know Abby has issues sleeping, um, but I think it's gotten better from what it was before. Is that correct? Yeah, for me, I think it's it's more of my mind keeps running, even though I want it to shut off. And being a mom, being a wifey, being a mom boss, 
there are things that I think of, you know, what's going to be happening tomorrow or next month or five months down the road or, oh, I can't forget to do this. And so it's just like a nature of habit that, you know, I have to sometimes take a step back. And I always say this to um, my staff or to a lot of people that I know just, you know, woosa it out. Things come into play and sometimes it just is what it is and you have to accept that. So I've learned to chillax a lot more compared to what I used to be. And yeah, so that was the one of the biggest things that I wanted to share with you guys is, you know, that sleep for me was a big issue. One of the things that I think is always going to be key important to note is to keep yourself hydrated no matter what. Um, and it doesn't matter what lifestyle choice you make in terms of nutrition, but I try to maintain and drink at least four liters of water a day. I know Keith is like a walking fishbowl and he drinks a lot of water, right? Uh, yes, you have to drink so much water like keep yourself hydrated and if you can go buy a bottle of electrolytes and just put a couple of drops in because i can't get into it right now but if you do the research if you're doing keto or, or whatnot they tell you to make sure that you are hydrated and put electrolytes in your water it's very very essential and i have those big one liter jam jars and i just fill them with water and i mix a few things with them um, I have some keto fruit flavored squirts, no sugar. I put that in there. I just drink, 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 drink all day long. I probably drink those jam jar, like the large size. I probably drink about six or seven of those a day. And with that, yes, I pee like crazy, but I stop drinking at night because uh, that's when your kidneys need to rest. And I was drinking like sometimes two of those before I went to bed and I'd be up peeing four or five times a night. So now I stop at a certain time, like trying to do the fasting. But yeah, you should definitely drink as much water as possible. And yeah, to add to that for my water, especially when I'm at work and sometimes I will have long 10, 12 hour days at some points and I will go to the gym either before or after. It's a long day for me and I'm, I actually previously was in a lifestyle where I used to be an accountant and now I walk every day or I'm always constantly moving as a manager every day. And so with that being said, you're going from one extreme to another. When I have my water, um, what I normally do is I always put pre-workout in my water because I'm usually using my water coming from the gym or going to the gym from work or home. And, you know, I like the choice for flavors. My pre-workout always is keto-friendly. What I wanted to say about that, though, is... I didn't want, I don't want this podcast to be a place where we're going to promote specific companies or products um, or services. I just want this a place to be where we can share what we have used, 
what we know have worked or what we know doesn't work for us doesn't mean it won't work for you guys. But have this as an information for you guys to take as you please. And I think that's most important to take away from this whole experience, right? I love, you know, soda pop when I was a kid, I'll, you know, root beer and grape juice and whatever. But now I have this healthy alternative. And some people, you know, they want to run out and get diet Coke and whatnot. Like, that's fine. But um, some of the choices out there, you just have to look and find. And maybe you could pay a little bit more, but it's going to be more healthy for you. So if I could share, you know, things I, I, I've... Uh, bought and uh, have worked better, work well for me. One thing that's really worked well for me is like I'm a big coffee drinker. So with that, what saved me when I started doing keto, keto coffee, or they have other names for it, but uh, it literally was coffee, heavy cream, butter, MCT oil, and uh, I would make a big, big cup of that, and that would keep me going till noon. And then at noon, I would just have like broccoli with some butter and some hard-boiled eggs. And I'm telling you, within three days, I was not craving anything. Like I was doing so well. I like I went from I have to have a huge breakfast and my lunch was like burger and fries and hot dogs and pizzas and chips to like two eggs and some broccoli and a piece of chicken. And I'm telling you, it worked wonders. So I think you're going to hear a lot more of our experiences on this podcast. And uh, some of it's going to sound pretty crazy to some of you who have never, like, attempted to do any of this. Like, when we tell you, like, how healthy eating butter is, you're going to be, no, it's going to clog your arteries and you're going to die. Like, nope, no, it's not. Uh, You eat healthy butter? You're going to do all right. For the future episodes, I think what we want to share with you um, from our experiences are going to be anything that we've tried throughout our journeys of weight loss and how they've either impaired or improved our progress. Yes, and we will definitely have on the podcast um, ways to, for the podcast, we'll definitely have uh, different things you can look into. Uh, we will provide information, what would be helpful. Um, don't fall into some of the things that uh, we fell into. We wanted to take this time to say Thank you for sticking around and listening to us blab to the world for those that wanted to hear it. Yes, uh, our first podcast was like unscripted. We didn't have anything. We just like did it right off the seat of our pants. So um, our future podcast will definitely be um, shorter, but we just wanted to get all this out there. And uh, I think you'll enjoy what we uh, have to say and what we have to offer. And uh, it is a journey. And we hope that you can actually uh, look at some of this and be inspired and it helps you. And I think that it is good to point out that I'd rather have this unscripted than, uh, um, you know, have it 
in some sort of for a format. I like the whole panel kind of discussion where we can kind of go back and forth or together it is or this is how it isn't. And, you know, it kind of keeps it more real for you guys, gets um, you guys to know us a little bit better. And, you know, it also helps so that there is transparency with us. And, you know, this is how we really are. So on that note, follow us if you want. So Keith has a couple of different social platforms. But do you want to share, Keith, which platforms they can follow you at? Uh, I'm just going to say the one uh, I just started today. It's called uh, Keith underscore Ketovore. Uh, it's one picture of me eating a piece of meat. Um and I'll probably start a Facebook page, but that's about it. But that will be my uh, weight loss journey and uh, links to the podcast and whatnot. And um, if you did want to follow me, you can find me on Instagram. My new page dedicated to nutrition and fitness again uh, is called abbyofficial.fit. And you can find me there. I also have a second page that you can follow me on, which was my main Instagram page that I keep public. That's my everyday me. That's Carnivore Keto Queen. Uh, You can also find me on Facebook. Uh, For those that still use Facebook, because Keith reminded me, then there are still people out there that use Facebook. I'm not Facebook friendly. I'm not technology friendly to begin with. But um, for Facebook, you can still find me both ways. I have a page and I do have an account there, um, both called abbyofficial.fit. And um, yeah, for you to join us in our future episodes And if you feel like, you know, you want to share or send in your feedbacks for um, what we should talk about next or what we should do for some improvements or what you'd like to hear, just send us a message, either me or Keith, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. So on that note, have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. Peace out. Happy Monday, y'all. It's Monday every day. Bye.